This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. We're doing the episode on Monday night this week because tomorrow is the Metal Injection 15th anniversary party. Wow! 15 years of slowly losing respect for every metal hero you grew up with. R.I.P. a legacy. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Yeah, we, it's so true. R.I.P. a Phil Anselmo, R.I.P. a Dave Mustaine. Mustaine? Who else? Uh, Seth Putnam. Well, literally. <laughs> Who else? Uh, Philip Bonte. I had so much respect mm. for him. For Tim Lambeezes. Frankie. Get and do guess. <laughs> Yeah, no, I did grow up looking I, up to him. Dude got around, got laid. Bless his heart. That dude fucks. Who? S-H-L-O-M-O-C-H-O-I-N-E. <laughs> oh my god, Shlomo. Back off from the microphone. Who is Gatan Dugas? That that was the Shlomo Dugas. Oh. He's the one who started the measles outbreak in the Hasidic community. Gatan Dugas. He's that patient zero. Patient Shlomo. <laughs> I'd say episode title, but I don't want to tease the listeners into thinking Shlomo actually calls in tonight. That's a good point. That would be mean. Maybe he will call us for Hanukkah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Has Hanukkah started yet? No. It's uh, Monday. Is it Mon- I thought it was the 21st. Oh, maybe you're right. 23rd, I think. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm probably wrong, Darren. This year, you can celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas on the same day. Is that exciting? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> or you could ignore both on the same day. Oh, That's yeah, more right. Exciting. If you are uh, an actual uh, proponent of these religions, you shouldn't do that because they're sort of in conflict with each other. Oh. But. Well, there's, I feel, uh, mixed religion families now where they celebrate both. Which... Right. So th- if you were following the religion, you wouldn't have entered into that family. Mostly. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> yes, that's so you, true. You disqualified yourself. That is that is very interesting to me because it's like you you know there was a mention of this actually in the chat room. Yes. Uh, let's talk about this a little bit now as we as the holidays approach, and Mariah Carey's twenty uh, year old song is number one on the Billboard charts. Oh God, uh, I hate that. Can I just say I, I even like Mariah Carey. And I like Christmas music, but that the repetition of that song has made me hate it's, it. It's Enter Sandman. Yes, in yeah. your heart. It's Enter Sandman slash Randy Orton. <laughs> Something that started out good, and I now can't stand it. It looped back around for me. I definitely there was a period where I couldn't stand it, but mm-hmm. uh, of the Christmas song, of the hokey, crappy Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mind the hokiness. Uh, no, no, no. There's. I prefer the older the Christmas song, the more I like it. I yeah. just hate modern Christmas songs, and I, I'm lately I find myself so offended by Christmas commercials that just push sentimentality and like iPad. You know, like oh, you finally reconnected with your granddaughter, and oh, she's showing you this video of your dead wife uh, on her on her new iPad that you get. Oh, oh, thank you for bringing this up. This This is is this is an Apple commercial. The fucking worst commercial. The commercial. I believe it starts with everyone being like, "Put your phones down. Put your phones down. Oh, put your phones down." The kids are portrayed as like the The millennials, Mm -hmm. awful kids. Like the parents aren't really watching what they're doing. Yeah. And the kids are portrayed as like, oh, 
these fucking like careless kids. Oh, what are they doing? Put your phones down. Put and, your phones yeah. down. And then the kids do supposedly the nicest thing that they could possibly do, which is their grandfather. No, 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 no. no. So then they Go take ahead, their. They take. You're missing a very integral part of the thing. They are. They are gifted iPads. Right. Then they take the iPads, run to their room, wrap the iPads up, go back, and then give them to the grandfather. The grandfather and Robbie's like, wait a minute, this is the iPad. Turn it on, Grandpa. Uh, I then- don't know how. <laughs> Leave me alone. I hate all of you people. <laughs> don't remind me of my incompetence. And then these these uh, these wacky Generation Zsters. Uh, <laughs> Edited a home video all the times that like they were like, put your phone down. They were wait, actually recording. Uh, wait, they were on. capturing the moments uh, for for the family. That's and like in the, the video was they like his dead wife. They already had an edited video on the new iPad that they were just given. Well, I'm assuming yes. they finished the edit, then ran up to their room, sync the video. So yeah. why do they need a new Jeez. fucking I, iPad to do this? If I don't know. I, I might be botching the, the, no, the little you, details. It was pretty accurate. But they definitely wrapped up. They might have already had the iPad, and they wrapped up the iPad. He unwraps, and it's an iPad, not even in the box or anything, like, mm-hmm. like a, yeah. you know. And then he turns it on, and it's the home video. Which, but it, and again, it's like this disgusting... I mean, it's it's a very touching. It's meant to be touching. But Wait, it's where because it's an old woman on the video. No, no where is the grandfather? <laughs> no, it's like Christmas morning in like a living room. Is where is at. the grandfather touching the kids? Oh, <laughs> they did. Hello. They actually didn't have the iPad for seventy five percent of this process, so they wound up putting their dad's porn folder into this video. <laughs> That's the ad. It's, it's like if you had an iPad, the new iPad, you would have never made that. No, mistake. it's a happy coincidence that his porn folder just had video of his mom in it. <laughs> <laughs> Win win. But yeah, we're missing the meat of this. Uh, well, oh. we're meat missing spin. the, the meat, meat of, of what's wrong with this commercial. Is because all right, it, oh, this we already covered a few stupid things. But they do all this editing. They make this video. Oh, your wife. Here's all the nice moment. They bring it to him, and he starts fucking bawling. He's bawling. Yeah. On the. I like. Oh my god, my wife is dead. Oh my god. <laughs> like that's what's. I mean, literally, and he's so in tears. Like, so, but like, like you the, ruined Christmas. The you moral, piece of shit. No, the moral of the story is you could bring your family this heartfelt moment if right. only you had fucking iPads right. and iPhones. Like, yeah, that's another yourself. level to it. Go fuck yourself. But but again, like how so is- many of these commercials are like that now? Like, oh, you you can have a nice, loving family if only you give them this shitty. But commercials product. were always like that for whatever product. It used to be a blender or like long distance phone it's, service. It's now so it's you're right. It's, it's nothing new, but it's like it's, it's grandpa. I, I put your ex dead wife's remains in this blender. Now we, <laughs> now we can drink grandma. Do you like that milkshake, grandpa? <laughs> in a Nutribullet. Oh Tastes familiar. <laughs> this is so. This is so beautiful. Thank you, Osterizer. Oh, I, I miss her so much. I want her inside of me. Ew. It's a grandma smoothie. Oh, that, now that's an episode title. Yeah. Put that one in the books. Uh, we got a phone, uh, two and three wide nut. That's the number. We have a caller, five, okay. six, seven. You're on the live cast. Hello, maybe. Five six seven. Yep. Oh, you don't have to hang up. We hear you. Hey. Oh, hey, yes. I'm five six seven. Yes. Hi, five six seven. What's your hey. name? 
Where are you from? Uh, my name's Dan. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Great to hear. How long have you been listening? Exactly. No. <laughs> oh, eight minutes. Exactly. <laughs> Approximately. Um, okay. Well, I was I was debating this before I called in where the where to delineate uh, mm-hmm. what long meant. Uh, because I've been listening for about three years, uh, but I've been into metal since I was 12. Well, metal has so nothing to do with our show. So. We don't care about that part. We just Me- want to know how long you've been listening to our show, <laughs> not how long you've been listening to metal. Uh, we're narcissists. Uh, yeah. Only three years. <laughs> That's pretty good. Good. Three-year-old baby. Listen, yeah. When did you stop listening to metal and start listening to this yeah. show? <laughs> Wait, he did say his name was Dan, right? So he is Daniel. baby Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you killing the metal? <laughs> what? So what's up? What's on your mind? Oh, um, well, I I have a um, what's the what's the word? Um, I have a motive for calling in tonight. Mm. That's good. That's usually good. We we like callers with motives. Usually associated with murder, but <laughs> go ahead. Well, that might be it. <laughs> so, so uh, typically, I don't share things that I think are funny. And uh, sometime last week, you guys had posted a picture for the caption contest. And I was like, you know what? I have something I think is relatively funny. So I posted it. And you guys actually picked it as the winning caption. And then I didn't know who to contact to let you guys know that I'm the person that belongs to that particular alias. Interesting. Interesting. So this is metal injection this tech is, support this call. This is a tech support That's call. That's good. Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. I like it. Well, the it. problem is I knew it was a place that I could corner someone to get an answer. Well, You're a very smart guy. Hold on. I didn't see this caption. So run it by. Tell me what the picture yeah. was. Tell me what the caption was. I might retract your victory if I don't think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was my other question. Who chooses the I do. winning Sid. caption? <laughs> I, I do, but, but Sid has o- override abilities, actually. So Okay. This was Sid looking at her picture. <laughs> what was the picture? No, no, no. So which one, which photo so, were you captioning? I mean. Captioning. So the the caption uh, that I... The photo. The what was the photo? The caption for was the, was the uh, girl in, like, corpse paint, like, all the black craft clothing mm-hmm. sitting with Santa Claus, and they're both throwing metal horns. I see. Yes. And the caption. And I was? said, I said that bring your daughter to work day is no fun for Lilith Claus. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. I'm okay I with like that. It. I like it. The fact that I you went like the extra the step to g- give her a full Saint name. Saint Nick had. <laughs> I just like the idea that Saint Nick had like a super heavy metal daughter who just really abhorred that her dad went around once a year bringing joy and gifts to the children all around the world. I'm cool with okay. that. All right. I approve it. And what was your username? So I posted under caught on tape, Mm. which I hadn't actually created an account for yet. I Mm. just posted under an alias, assuming it was, you know, a throwaway caption that people would look at and be like, no, that's stupid. That guy's a weirdo. Um, So as soon as I saw you guys picked it, I, I actually created an account with that username now. So I'm officially a member of the site. Wow. Well, then you would have seen that I responded to your winning comment that you can claim your prize by, by emailing me. Well, he he did the old school thing by calling you up. Right. Very mm-hmm. old school. <laughs> uh, I, I miss the old school uh, callers. <laughs> he put a token in to a pay phone and he called you. Yeah. A token? It's been a while. You don't remember how those pay phones work, do you? <laughs> do that you was remember? the train, Noah. No, do you? 
Oh, there weren't tokens for no, payphones? You would use a quarter. All, regular always? quarter. Regular quarter, yes. Well, no, it was a dime before that, but oh. it was always yeah. money. Yeah, it was definitely a dime. Well, I think in Israel, where I grew up, you would use tokens for <laughs> really? phones. Really? Yeah. Bad. For like pay, like public phones? Uh-huh. Backwards. Where would country. you get the, t- the token? I have no idea. My parents' wallets? I don't know. <laughs> My Israeli guy, if you're listening, out of wood. <laughs> yeah. they're the Palestinians mining them. Oh my god! Gunpoint. <laughs> wow. He's a boondoggle motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, Israeli guy, if you have any information on uh, payphone tokens in Israel, please. Yeah, get it that was to called us. Asimon. <laughs> Asimon. Is that a, yeah. What? Is who that is Simone, and what have they done to her? And why I, is there only one of her? Uh, Simone? Yes. J- just so Israeli guy can use it for a reference. Ah, Simone. That, that caption, Rob, does not win a contest. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> Wait, so, so what does Daniel win for the caption? Baby or... Daniel. <laughs> he gets to not be murdered by his father. <laughs> Chris Benoit. <laughs> uh, your caption, your caption is not so fucking good. Don't listen to the Sid. He's a fucking liar. He's telling you you're a good caption because he don't want you feeling hurt. Your caption fucking sucks. It's a garbage motherfucker. You don't even you didn't even fucking mention the coke. <laughs> Waste of fucking time. You're not even from the Minnesota. Well, he may, he might be. He didn't tell us where he's from. Iron Chick is a common moderator for us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's here. But where uh, are you from? Yeah, where are you from, Baby Daniel? Where am I from? Yes. <laughs> Ohio. Okay. All right, close. Fuck the Ohio! <laughs> You're not win shit. What is the prize, by the way? Well, you could either win a uh, CD from our giveaway pile. Uh-huh. Orb. You'll not win the fucking Avenged Sevenfold CD, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. Or uh, I have Rob Halford's brand new Christmas album on oh, vinyl. I claim that. Sorry. You're getting yeah. the other thing. I, I want that. Is it colored vinyl? <laughs> I didn't open it. But, Sid, tone it down. All right. This is a friendly. P- it might no be, racism. It might is be it a, vinyl uh, of color? It might be a frost vinyl. I didn't look at the vinyl. I didn't know. I, it's a sealed package. I didn't want to open it. So it's a mystery vinyl. But it definitely has the Rob Halford, his new Christmas album. Do they like. It's winter album. Do they actually. I think it's called Christmas. Is that the actual terminology? <laughs> colored vinyl? Yeah, isn't it? Oh, my yeah. God. That's, they got to woke that up a little. <laughs> but I'm it's serious. a retro There's medium. A... So maybe they're just keeping the retro terminology. I don't know, man. Well, because. I mean, it, it actually, if you think, it like, I know it has it the is. opposite of the racist connotation because a non-colored vinyl would be black. Oh. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying that's a word that could set someone off, though. Right? Like, mm-hmm. like, it's not a kind. What if, what if they spelled it C-O-L-O-U-R-E-D? I don't think. Is that better or worse? It's colonial it's same, on top of everything else. Same word. It's just the British spelling or yeah. the Canadian. Yeah. <clears throat> so which prize do you want? <laughs> Wait, we don't know that he won anything. I yet. mean, if I don't have to fight anyone for it, the Rob Halford vinyl for sure. I oh, mean, man. that's just that's top shelf, right? Can I interest yeah, sure. you in a Rob Pazabini 
final instead. <laughs> and I get the Rob Halford. Or uh, Pazabini. Did you really want the Rob Halford Christmas vibe? No, no, no. I, I want to yeah. listen to it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Rob Pazabini, or, or whatever his name is. Who knows? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Next week. Pazabini, uh, whatever his name is. Next week, we'll give away the glass casket record. <laughs> Well, uh, okay. Anything else you want to add, or before we move on? Wait. So, so yeah, when you were saying you've been uh, listening to so, the show for three years, have you gone back to the archives, or are you just listen weekly? So I started out just listening weekly, and I've worked my way recently back in the archives to episode four, four forty-seven. I think okay. is about how far back I am. So I've got a lot more material to get through, oh, but. It's answered a lot of questions about a lot of the memes and tropes uh, of the episodes I've started out listening to. Mm. Uh, I do have a question. What is the Patty joke? Okay. Uh, can I field this yeah. one? There was a viral video. Oh uh, Patty Classic LaBelle, episode. the famous uh, R&B soul singer, put out a line of pies, uh, and they were sold at Walmart, I believe. I believe yes. Yeah. And there was a, a, of course. a, um, a gentleman who made a video like sort of live blogging, eating the pie and screamed out how ecstatically how great the pie was. So he just starts screaming, Patty, uh, truly the best <laughs> testimonial you could ever, because going into this video, I was like, oh, here's a guy who's way too into a $4 sweet potato pie. Right. <laughs> how good can a $4 sweet potato pie be? But I swear to you, even going in knowing this, by the end of the video, I was like, you know, I kind of want to try this. It, it's <laughs> true. Like, he totally sold me on it. Did you ever try it? No, I, I it's there's no Walmart advertising, around it. right? So it's only sold at Walmart, though? I thought that was like You might be able to order it online. I mean, I know. Yeah, I'm not going to, like... But I think it is like a Walmart store brand. Oh, yeah, like... I wouldn't uh, go out of my way if right. I was in a store and I saw it. I would yeah. try it, but like to ship that's too you much. You must pass like Walmart's when you are driving down south. Uh, but again, I would then have to go into the yeah. Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Patty, you gotta yeah. come out. It's moist, Rob. <laughs> so oh, moist. Patty's so moist. Come on, Patty. Come on, Patty. Somebody <laughs> goes up right at the end. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, 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 Titus Burgess. Yes, yes. Yeah. It physically look like a lookalike yeah. too. Like that could be his little brother. Yep. Uh, but that's interesting that that uh, uh, baby Daniel. You know, you're you're a newer longtime listener. Mm -hmm. Three years is still quite a long time. No, it's a it's a big commitment, and we we appreciate it very much. It gives me a, the idea maybe some of our longtime long times. Uh, like we should put a put a list of like must listen to classic episodes yeah. you know like obviously the dave brocky episode but somebody mm -hmm. actually uh, uh i believe we have a hate mail about it yeah but, uh, we'll get uh, to that later yeah yeah we'll we get to that make, in a like, little a bit playlist or something but uh that that one was good the limp biscuit episode well, they're all good i mean they're all great that the one was that, i'm sorry that one was exceptional good, good is like the baseline yeah yeah the exception we're one. off it's good yeah that i mean i i Darren Are you was playing, cheating on us with Darren another was, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Darren uh, was playing a little clip uh, before we started of like the episode where I decided to do a shot for oh everybody who God. called in. Wish me a happy That's birthday. A and uh, about 843 people called in. Yeah. We had to pump Rob's stomach after the show. You would not believe what we found. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's Patreon bonus content. We can't share that on here. Um, what, are, what are some like uh, episodes in the 100s or the 200s? The, the Coco. Uh, they have the Coco episode. Or the, what was the that? Caller from Coco. Oh, from Coco, oh, Florida. We started playing yes. the Sad Hulk. Uh, Zach yeah. Beats. Singing yes. along to oh it. Oh, my God, the Zach Beats hotline. There's the 9-11 song, Never Forget song. Yes. There's uh, when Pizza Destroyer gets to talk to uh, the member of the Red Chord. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was a classic. One of the greatest moment. men. Pizza uh, Destroyer was an old caller of ours who was very much a fan of uh, the Red Chord and Greg Weeks. And just one time, he was like, oh, you know, when are you going to get Greg Weeks on your show so I could talk to him? And I was like, you know, I have his number. I could just call him right now. <laughs> and we did. And he, he picked, picked up. up. <laughs> Believe it or not. And you'll never believe what happened next. You'll have to listen to the. It's like uh, Make a Wish Foundation for virgins. Oh my God. <laughs> well, they're all kids. Wouldn't they all be virgins? I don't remember how old Pizza Destroyer. Oh, you mean Make a Wish? The real kid. ones. Uh, you don't think they're fucking in the hospitals? I mean, I don't like, know that. I don't know lose? for a fact that they're not. But Just I start would... fucking each other. You're gonna be dead soon anyway. God, come I'd on. say a good number of them have to be though. Also, uh, yeah. two of my all-time favorites. Well, a few of my all-time favorites were the watch-along pre-recorded episodes that we did of oh, some yeah. kind of monster. Mm, yeah. Uh, the Anvil movie. And the uh, uh, Decline. Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. And that one had Axel Rosenberg in it, yes. who provided lots of great contexts, context for the uh, video. And those are all free in our archives. You can hear all of that mm-hmm. on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you want even more, if you want some bonus watch-alongs and such, you can always check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. For as low as $5 a month, you'll get a bonus episode every month, and you would help contribute to our gear upgrade uh, and other various things we're going to upgrade about the show. And, uh, yeah, so 5 bucks a month. Already we have a Motley Crew The Dirt movie watch-along. We have a Pantera Home Video watch-along and a Fire Festival watch-along. And in addition to those, we also have a roundtable to one of the other one of the Fire... We have the Netflix Fire Festival doc as a watch-along and the Hulu one. We do a little roundtable discussion where it's... We all watch it separately. We came together and talked about it and made fun of Ja Rule. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a a roundtable discussion on the Lords of Chaos movie which uh was pretty fun and it was really fun to talk about don't forget blake too yes oh, yeah, yes the blake episode and that is on the patreon but that's also that's also great interview. uh, uh free feed. i'm sorry yeah. go ahead uh well, speaking just... of interviews i wanted to say a few that of our actual free archived episodes. yes our classic interviews other well because i feel like all the odorous interviews are on the top that's mm-hmm. the number one two and three or whatever how many there were but after that i would say my favorite one is probably uh send dog that was, that was great. Oh, yeah. And, and that Billy. was a recent That was episode 420. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you actually might have not uh, gotten to that one, baby Daniel. The great send dog of Cypress Hill. I'm close. Yeah, so 420, oh. we had send dog and Billy from Biohazard, who was just as awesome. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... To diminish Billy from Biohazard, but right. just send dog. He'll put you my, in an arm bar. Be careful. He was one of my childhood like idols. I yeah, used to so love Cypress Hill. So just sitting in the room with him, and he's like being all chill and cool like yeah and like yeah, smoking my really weed high. that was really fun <laughs> being very uh, candid about stuff too like it's very yeah he was very, very laid back open interview uh, yeah they were promoting back. their band Powerflow 
Oh, so that was cool. As, episode four twenty. And as far as like interviews that I never expected would fucking go anywhere and mm. were fantastic, I would say Andrew W. Yes. yes. We had him a couple times. We had him right? twice. But yeah. the first one was the more surprising one. But yeah. the second one, you'd have to listen to the episode before the, the one with it, him yeah. on. Yeah, he came on to address something that we talked about. Yeah. Was it the very next week that he came I on? I believe so, yeah. 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 And uh, also the Seth Putnam when yes. he woke oh, up from his oh, drug classic. coma. And then he was dead a couple, what, like a couple well, months a later? A couple, two, like, no, it was, it was definitely. Months. It wasn't a full year. It wasn't like right away either. Okay. The like, episodes where we do death or no death oh, are, yeah. are very excellent, uh, our game show. Mm-hmm. Right. A, lot of fun. a lot of stuff for baby Daniel to listen to. Yeah. Thank you, baby Daniel, for listening, and uh, we hope you keep listening. I want to ask him how many uh, times that he's entered the caption contest. Just one. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. It's been a while since I heard this. We haven't done that for a while. Goodbye. Goodbye. Got that little vocal twitch in there on that one. So many good goodbyes. Good <laughs> so, goodbye. Uh, good goodbye. So he called into our show February second, twenty eleven. He died June eleventh, twenty eleven. Uh, yeah. Okay, so About it was a four months. Okay, okay. Thank you, Seth Putnam. This was not Baby Daniel. No. Oh baby well, and <laughs> not James either. You got four uh, months, baby. <laughs> we got off on a tangent. We were talking about Hanukkah. All right. uh, I wanted to mention something that Leroy asked in the chat. And as Jews educating non-Jews about mm-hmm. Jews, right? <laughs> our, mm-hmm. our new segment. Although I think that isn't that sort of what the whole show is. Our new segment. That's known as a name. A new segment would be not talking about Judaism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leroy asked something to the effect of like, uh, why is Hanukkah at a different point uh, every uh, year, and like, uh, why is it? Like, why is it not around Christmas? Because we're afraid you're going to catch us and put us in the oven, so we got to be sneaky (laughs) and unpredictable. Oh, is that when they come with the uh, with the the cattle cars and? On, only on Hanukkah? If they knew what date it was every year, then they'd be ready. <laughs> they know we where we switching it up on them. <laughs> We're going to take them before they open their socks, yeah? <laughs> we'll ruin all your Hanukkahs, Jews. <laughs> so, Darren, do you want to explain why, why it's at a different time? It's actually really, really complicated, but the Jewish uh, calendar has 13 months. And so, it, first of all, it doesn't. First of all, it doesn't align <laughs> with our calendar, so it jumps around. But in addition to that, um, our calendar, being uh, a lunar calendar, um, it accounts for the fact that the rotation of the Earth is not exactly twenty-four hours, and that the revolution around the sun is not exactly. A year, and that's why we have leap years and all this stuff. Mm. The Jews uh, decided to just stick with what they had for the last yeah. fifty-seven hundred years, so they don't uh, compensate for that. And so every year, Hanukkah, the range of possible Hanukkah dates gets very slightly later and later. So when we get to like the year thirty-four hundred, it could potentially like be in January, late January or February. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. So it's, but I mean, you know. It's but very then, technical. Then how does Passover and Easter land on the same week? Uh, pass- they don't. It's the same exact thing. It's Passover is always different uh, different times, too. Oh, really? Yeah. 
and Rosh Hashanah, any Jewish holiday. It's the same date in the Jewish calendar every year. So it's possible that we'll have a regular calendar year without Hanukkah. It could happen, yeah. yes. That, that's ha- that has happened okay. before in our lifetime. In our lifetime? Really? Yeah, because it's happened where it's been like very early in January. Mm-hmm. and then th- And then not in the previous year. Huh. But, I mean, and then it happens twice in that year. Okay. But never like January 20th or something. I think it's crept into like January 2nd or something. If we have any rabbinical students listening, please call. And I'm call. sure we do. Shlomo. Please call and confirm if this is correct or not. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, now, bro. it's crazy to think like all of those clips of Shlomo are like five. No, oh, more than five. Like eight years old. Yeah. Like he doesn't talk like that anymore. How do you know? They're basically the same. They're as old as the age that he was when he started calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not quite. But I get your point. Close. But uh, he. how do you know? That's a good point. How do you know what he sounds like? You hanging well, out he, with him behind our back a year or two ago, and he, he didn't he sound He did that sound bad. like that. He sounded no. enough like that that we knew who it was. <laughs> I mean, I'm not diminishing. I'm not trying to make fun of him. I'm saying he yeah. sounded the same as he did before to me. Yeah. Maybe a little deeper, but. Yeah. But he still had, like, the same speech patterns and all that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, also Hanukkah is not really a major Jewish holiday. It's no. just been. Uh, commercialized just yes. so like little Jew baby Daniels don't feel left out. I think uh, the people who are really religious and take the religion seriously would agree that it's that it's become something that it's not supposed to be. Like the people who really did that were secular Jews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when they assimilated into culture in the U.S. like, you know, whatever, 190, 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just tried, they, like, slowly Hanukkah became a second Christmas for, for people so that the kids wouldn't go. And I, I don't blame them. The kids were going to school and all these other kids had presents and stuff mm-hmm. and they got jack shit, you know. I once had someone express serious sympathy to me uh, because I never celebrated Christmas. Like, what? <laughs> you really never but you, had a Christmas? But, but you did, like, have a de facto Christmas, right? Like, your mother gave you stuff. Oh, yeah, like I would get a gift? Yeah. So what's the? that's all that really... That's all it is. Wait, that's all that matters No, about no, it. but the... the what he's, a tree. You didn't the, have a tree? I thought no. the Russian people have trees for the New Year. Uh, oh, who gives a fuck about Not Jews. No, Jews too. I don't know. Well, it's like... A, I had a tree. No, no, no. She's saying like the Russian. Oh, Russian. I don't think for New Year they do a tree. Right, they do have a well. Yeah, like New Year's is essentially like the Christmas of Russia because they weren't big on the religion in the Mm -hmm. Soviet Union, Mm -hmm. so they basically like kind of transferred all of that celebration to the New Year thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, no, we just never had one in, in. in, yeah, so we didn't have the tree, and then like all the gifts under the tree, and then opening them on one specific. It would just be like, you know, my mom would get me a Game Boy game, or I would go with my grandma to Toys R Us and beg her for a slightly more expensive game than she said she would buy me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this is what I usually would get growing up is like uh, someone who, let's say, someone who knew I was Jewish, like a friend's uh, mother or something. And there would be a bunch of us there. She might say, like, Merry Christmas. And then they'll just look at me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, oh my I'm God. Like, I, I, I've, I've <laughs> Sorry, weird kid. What you think I was going to do? Do not yeah. apologize to yeah, people. Yeah. Just say Happy Hanukkah. Or just don't say Please anything. And. We don't care. It's fine. We don't, I don't yeah, care And, and yeah. don't say but. 
and exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't care in, in fact i'm more annoyed when it's that when it's yes. like oh no should i what should, what do you people i could like? give a fuck <laughs> i can't i could give a fuck about christmas or hanukkah yeah i really don't i care. actually enjoy when people tell me merry christmas yeah it doesn't i, I don't want to sound like I a, like such a heathen i pass i want to re- <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> yeah. choose my words more carefully because i don't want to be like i don't i said i don't give a fuck about it. that's not true i enjoy like the time of year and all that yes. stuff but like I don't need people to come around and like assuage my like supposed theoretical religion or anything. Yeah. Like, I oh. enjoy the warmth of it and like the, but I hate the commercials. Like the commercial yeah. every year, I, I get more and more like rage enraged about yeah how people just Wait. try to use the good faith right. to like push sell it like i will say it. i gotta say one but thing. just i just want people uh, to know that all metal injection and live cast merch is on sale <laughs> for 20 percent off 25 percent off for for the exactly, 25th it's 30 percent off <laughs> and it's for all your holiday needs your family needs a new robisher think of how much oh. closer your whole family would be if all of them had a robisher like yeah. they're all unwrapping presents they all unwrap at the same time. The look of confusion on their faces. Yeah, it'll be a like, great who is this Raba? Why are you getting this Raba <laughs> Robber shirts? Metalinjection.net slash livecast merch. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I hate commercialization. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's like my dick is doing a kegel right now. <laughs> oh, wow. That's when Rob thinks about the, uh, uh. the merch being sold. <laughs> Dirty dick. Oh, <laughs> Were you going to say anything about Mariah Carey's Christmas album? Besides well, the before we do it? that, I just wanted to say yeah. I, I, I agree with you about the commercialism, but I think I have to admit I really feel it started way later this year. Am I imagining things? It seemed like it used to – it was creeping towards like October. Yeah. And I it, feel like it went the other way this year. No, I feel November 1st. Really? November 1st it started uh, week, st- week, week before Thanksgiving hardcore. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about like not seeing anything at all, but I mean the full court press. Like I didn't see it until after Thanksgiving. I will agree. I wasn't as annoyed by it this year, but but you know what I think it is actually. Um, I I've basically stopped watching commercials. Anytime I watch cable, I I have a DVR, so it's like that. And I just recently got a free subscription to Hulu through Spotify, but it has ads. And the, the ad, and so it's like this is where I'm seeing, like I'm forced to watch this marketing, and I'm just like this is this is disgusting, and and it's like already intruding on my entertainment, yes. you know. The worst phrase in the English language is "fast forward" is not available on this program. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Ugh, you're just making me not want to watch this now. Fuck you, but uh, dick. No, I don't. I, I didn't have it. Just I, that I saw today. The big oh. news was that it was back at number one, and like her whole career now is just this song i feel all i want for christmas or right yeah mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. uh but i was i was gonna say earlier i really love the really old christmas songs like i genuinely love them like not just as christmas music as great music like the uh um like the christmas Phil, time for the jews the yeah well classic. that's what kind of got got me on it because i was like okay what is the style that they're mimicking because i want to hear more songs like this and no it's a very particular phil Spector christmas right, album right. oh okay and uh then the the artist i forget her name ronnie Spector. and the ronettes no the ronettes yeah mm-hmm. but no there's a specific uh singer 
who she's still alive and she's still incredible. Like she does like NBC holiday specials. You know, they bring her out. Um, On Christmas Eve, the Gentiles gather. Martha Reeves? Christmas tree. They stay at home. And oh, Estelle Getty, I think you're thinking of. <laughs> Is that it? Is that her? They disappear one day each year. He's looking it up. Past the eggnog ground. But it's all right. Darlene Love. Okay. That's who sings this. And she sings this. Mm. Is Phil Spector currently in jail? Is he dead? What happened to him? He killed a lady. Who'd he kill? Some model. Tim Lambeast is his wife. <laughs> Sadly, Tim Lambeast did not have a chance to marry this woman before Phil Spector got to her. I was going to say Phil Spector was the hitman. That I thought you were going to say, sadly, Tim Lambeast didn't get a chance to marry Phil Spector. I was like, well, <laughs> they might have been in time. the same. That might be why he wanted his wife dead. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't wait to get into a relationship uh, with Phil. Man, every Phil we mention on this show has something wrong with him. You ever noticed yeah. that? Holy shit, are there any good Phils out there? Dr. Phil. Fuck him, Phil. That's <laughs> not good. Phil Donahue? No, he's awesome. But we haven't mentioned him. I feel time. like we've talked. We must have talked about him at some point. Really? I don't remember. What other good Phils are there? I will say, um, I got really into uh, Club Kids. Yeah. Um, uh, there's that movie Party Monster with Macaulay Culkin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the whole story behind that movie is so... Fascinating. I knew a guy that was like best friends with the guy that that's about. I worked with him. Oh, really? Telling me everything that was inaccurate about the movie. And oh, interesting. Like we'll have to talk about that. If I even remember any details. Yeah, yeah. This was like almost 20 years ago. So the idea of the movie is like the small Midwestern kid moves to New York to like find culture and is introduced into the club scene and then becomes the party promoter. Uh, and then just basically like because he's a successful party promoter at that club Limelight, which used to be a church and is a famous club, mm -hmm. uh, has since sadly shut down and is now a fucking it used to be a, a gym and it was like a mall. So weird. Uh, but anyway, uh, he eventually killed his drug dealer uh, while high or whatever. And then uh, I guess it was an accident because they were just fighting over money, and then he accidentally, quote-unquote, killed him, mm -hmm. and then chopped up his body and left it in his house uh, for a week or two until it started smelling, and then they just threw it in a in the Hudson River, mm -hmm. and eventually, eventually he, he like, back up. He, was such, he was such a, so addicted to drugs and, like, such an idiot that he started blabbing to people that mm -hmm. this is what he did, and then eventually... They found the body and the DNA match and all that, and he got arrested and, and went to jail. Uh, so the whole story about this is like a very interesting thing, and like like especially the details that like the movie doesn't cover. Mm -hmm. um, how did I start talking? About I don't you know. Said, you said that you were really into club kids, so yeah. I want to yeah, know like know what which one specifically the kids that yeah. you like. <laughs> Oi, Watkins! Leave those club kids alone, all right? <laughs> Rob's brain just shut off. How did I get on this? I don't know. You just blurted out. I yeah. like club kids. Uh, we were talking about um, Phil Spector in jail, Tim Lambesis, Darlene Love, Darlene Love, people named Phil, Christmas time for the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. 
Okay, Donahue. That's what it was. Oh, they were on Donahue, the club kids. Yeah, so there's all of these old videos. Thank goodness. There's all. I didn't even have to go through all that because there's all these old videos of them on these 90s talk shows and it is such an amazing time capsule mm. of, of the time. Yeah. They were on, so and they are so starved for attention that they would do anything, you know, because, and they dress outrageously, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's like part drag, part like, Shock value, like it's Alice like Rob at the Golden Gods Awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know we're like way more fashionable than that. But and think- some of them actually became successful, like fashion designers and, yeah. and models and all that. And he ended up being the the movie focuses on the one particular yeah. incredibly dark story where the promoter uh, uh, went to jail. But anyway, of all the show, like I watch all of these clips. Mm-hmm. The like all of the hosts were so condescending to these kids and clearly just exploiting them for Even like the Sally shock Jesse value. Raphael? Especially <laughs> oh, Sally Jesse. She terrible. was the worst. Really? Her and Geraldo I wanted to punch in the face. Like he was so douchey to them and it's like you invited them on your show and you're being douchey. Phil Donahue actually treated them like human beings and like yeah. even though there were some like, you know, bigots and whatever in the crowd, he would defend it. Like he wasn't he was like this is what's going on these are kids these are what kids are doing today you phil know, like, down he was fucking awesome he's oh, amazing I, they were also on joan rivers and she was also very very uh, like she was not no. <laughs> i mean she was making jokes but she was not talking down to them you know we like talk? Did down any, did any of them sign up to richard's to richard bay's mr puniverse <laughs> god <laughs> of course that? I do. I still talk about it all okay. the Miss R- Thunderthighs and Mr. Puniverse competition. Richard Bay was doing the oh. 99 cent store version of Jerry Springer yep. 15 years before Jerry Springer figured out how to do it. Yep. And so much better. <laughs> So and I feel I like it was only a Northeast show. thing. Like yeah. only we know about only York, people well, our age know about it. S- sort of in New York. It was on it was based in New York. It was on Channel Nine. But Channel Nine was W-W-O-R. a super, But Channel Nine was a super station UPN. like TBS for a while. That wasn't the UPN part. Yeah, it was, it was like before the, UPN. It was, it, was yeah. um, it was just like Channel Nine would be yeah, on W-O-R in Chicago and and Los Angeles and on your cable box like TBS. While was. Richard Bay was on, definitely. Huh, okay. And so Howard wait, Stern. WOR was in Chicago. Well, well no, I, it was. Yes, it was. No, on. I thought. I thought Rob meant like that's where it originated. No, it was based from. out of New York. No, based out of New York, but right. like but it, it was like in Chicago. The same oh, way TBS no was. Yeah, it was a superstation. Wow. Yeah. Syndicated. So people all over the country do know Richard Bay. No, not syndicated. It was the same. It wasn't syndicated. syndicated. Means they send the tape. It was the the whole channel. It was was like you would see Channel Nine as like in your cable lineup, and see all the shows, including including the local news, and also the things that they would syndicate on Channel Nine. But yeah, there are people all across the country that know. Richard oh wow! Bay. All right, that's great. Good to know. Yeah, uh, but he also, uh, to be fair, wasn't on that long. I think yeah, he had like a like, seven or eight year run or something. I feel like he also had a serious like daytime show. He had that. He had the same exact career arc as Jerry Springer. Yeah, he was trying to do it like a serious show with serious topics <laughs> and club kids and you know uh, transgender people and uh, we explore these issues and then he was like mask off fuck it yeah. like, I'm, just, I'm just gonna exploit and ridicule these fucking people yeah. and that's what Jerry Springer does but he started 
the fisticuffs. He was the first guy to have them on and like beating the shit out of each other. Oh, like oh. encouraging the yes. confrontation. But he would he started out doing it with like pies, like cream pies. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I totally forgot about that. And they would just throw cream pies at each other, <laughs> or like be on a slip and slide with yeah. like oh the slip and slides. I remember. Yeah, just enormous, huge, fat people like. Slip and I remember and Howard Stern hated him, right? Because he felt like he was steal. They were like stealing each yes. other's bits, and they were both on Channel Nine at the same yeah. time. Yeah. As Howard Stern had his uh, video like program like based off of his radio show, and it was on Channel Nine, and he was just doing all this outrageous stuff, and then Richard Bass shortly after started doing the Richard Bass yeah. show. So I found some YouTube clips. Ooh, of do Richard we want Bay? the ba- the best of Richard Bay? If there's something that plays over the radio, a lot of it. Was well, what's your thing? Bay's best battles, or they actually have a Mr. Puniverse and Miss Thunder's Thighs competition. I think it would be a visual. That's a lot yeah. of visual. Let's do the best of. Let's see what's in the best of. So, by the way, pause it. I just want to preface this by saying Richard Bay was like this very schlubby. He looked like a a shit that uh, uh, Richard Klein took from Three's Company, like the next door neighbor. I could sort of see that. Yeah. Just like a very schlubby doofus. We have a, and a is, more modern. He's uh, isn't he like now like a liberal radio talk guy, like somewhere oh, like is fl- in yes. Florida or some shit. Like I don't regional. know if not here. I thought is he was it on here? WR Maybe here. Uh, radio. Oh, still, I don't know if he still is, but he uh, for years and yeah, years. He was, he, yeah. It was like they had some dipshit Sean Hannity clone uh-huh. and him together, yeah. and it was he was the to, Combs. Yes, they were supposed yeah. to argue, but he yeah. would get plowed and steamrolled all the time. He was the Mr. Puniverse of the duo. And, and the, the other guy was, was Mr. Thunderthunder. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You can... No problem. I got all day. What's it gonna be? I'm a thief. Confess! Now, there, it starts with him mocking Jerry Springer, but let's... You know, really? he always kind of reminded me, like, looks-wise, like a more buttoned-up Ricky Rockman. Rackman. Oh, there's a modern yeah, reference. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is to our show. We yeah, had that guy on. Right. No one knows what he looks like. But I can see like that. He could be show. like Ricky Rackman's like buttoned up dad. He yeah. Does. He looks like Ricky. <laughs> well, Ricky could be Ricky's buttoned up dad. Boy, where did we find this audience? Great audience here today. But my producer yeah, told me before the show, Richard, we have a big surprise for you. You know how you always are shouting, where do they find these people? When they aggravate you, when they don't listen to you, when they're out of their seats, when they're shouting. Well, we've booked an entire show with all those guests coming back to update us on their stories. It's my worst nightmare, and it's this show. He openly Let me shits start on off by telling you about our first guest. You may remember them. They were here July 1994 for a show called Stay Away From My Man. Let's see what happened <laughs> when Jasmine, Derek, and her cousin Sharon met on that day. She thinks that you're a little too close to her man. That's right. She thinks she's seen you in the Jeep together. She's seen you, uh, she has a picture of the two of you together, all dressed up, going somewhere. She says that she also found the two of you in bed together. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh.
that's that's the clip, and then they're uh, back to the audience. Someone but. really needs to do a documentary of like the people from the most notorious episodes of like Springer, Richard Bay, and just like where are they now, and what? How did being on TV in this way like affect the rest of their lives? I know twenty, thirty years later. So I know one of them from the Jenny Jones show, The Bully, Rude Jude. He has this show at Sirius. Oh no, I was thinking of something else. The one that Jenny got killed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> or the guy that the, the bully that killed somebody yeah yeah because the episode was like my secret crush or something and it was a, a dude a dude yeah, revealed yeah, that he was gay dude. and had a crush on a, someone he an acquaintance and the guy yeah. just flipped out and waited till the show ended and found the guy in the parking lot and murdered him was it there or was it when they got back to their no i think it was there lived? in in oh, their God. parking lot Oh, look Jesus it up because I don't want to give wrong information, but that's what I—that was my I memory. I don't of think it. I realized that. Wow, in the which is park. very much an extreme reaction to such, <laughs> yeah. to such yes. a thing. But at the same time, it's like, how rude of you guys <laughs> to facilitate? To, yeah, yeah, terrible. Well, how could you possibly think this? You had to know. This was going to like, go poorly. Yeah, like even, yeah, okay, even forget, okay, obviously nobody expects this guy's going to murder him. Like, you know right, it's going to murder, go, right? Yeah, you know it's, it's going to go bad. You want it to go bad. But there's no reason to that. do it if it's not going to go bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it goes well, I mean, yeah. hey, that's. But, uh, like, I, as I recall, like, on air, he didn't, like, freak out, right? He right, was yeah. just well, sort of, like, taken aback. Stone face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least the times. I guess if the guy's going to die anyway, the producers probably want him to do it on the yeah, set. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> Jeez. I hate my former best friend. It's just arguing. This oh, yes. We had to call in our Keystone cops in there to keep them apart. Well, they're Fuck's back sake. here today. Please welcome one more time those people, Sharon, Derek, and Jasmine. Now we boo all of them. That's, can I say something? This was something that annoys me about Maury Povich, too, is that they uh, they have a, whatever the story is, you know, they'll bring the, the woman out and they'll bring the man out next. And it's always like, you haven't heard anything about this yet. And they're <laughs> booing the living yeah. shit out of them. <laughs> and then like 75% of the time, the guy's like vindicated. <laughs> like he's not the father or he didn't cheat or whatever. And all of a sudden, they're cheering him. Like, all right, motherfucker, you've seen this show 840 yeah, times. you know how this goes. Why don't you wait? <laughs> wait before you boo well, the living shit out of this guy. Clearly, there's like a, a producer off there camera. Is. I've been to the Maury yeah. show, and they, there is indeed a producer yes. go, having a stroke, <laughs> getting you to stand up and cheer or uh-huh. boo. And if you're not doing it enough, they exhort you. Come on, let's go! Yeah. Like, they, like as if you failed a like a second yeah. grade like quiz. Or they something. literally take a spear and they poke you. <laughs> <until> you <stand. laughs> They're one not short of doing that, Noah. They're very close <laughs> to poking you with an object. Maury Pokich. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave now. Thanks. That was good. Thanks for coming. I enjoyed it. It's better than that fucking caption. <laughs> oh wow. I was salty about I'm, losing that Halford season. Uh, I know. Final. And I had such a good fucking caption. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, baby Daniel. It was a good caption. It's just comedy. It was good for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least. 213, why not? That's the phone number. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is that a Fabio impression? Or what that sounded like, uh, that's my titties, baby. Oh. His bits were rendering. 
What? That's my bits, baby. That's my titty, baby. Wait, so we brought up Tim Lambesis. Uh, oh, we yeah. got to talk about this. I posted this photo Sticking in the Discord. Thank you. I, I will not That's post this. I will not post this on the website, but I will gladly talk about this on the show because it's yeah. so fucking. It was absurd. in our G chat. We're um, all in a G chat together. We have a group thread, uh, but uh, uh, as they lay dying is on tour now because like they're pretending like nothing ever happened. It's all well. They're not. To be it's fair, it's not the original lineup though. It is the. It's the exact lineup that it was when it happened. Not the original. Like HIPAA. Yeah. He's back in all the people, all the people that were in the band when they, when this happened are back in the band with him. Yeah. They've forgiven him. There was a whole, Uh, we've talked about it. I must've missed that post on lamb goat. (laughs) (laughs) They're just tired of working at Christidis probably. (laughs) In a way I understand it. Yeah. Like, cause it's like, Hey, we put in all this time and effort into this band and we didn't do anything wrong why should it be taken away from us and and specifically like why should he reap in the rewards when he's the one that uh, did everything wrong and like the thing is if he if they continue the band without him like it wouldn't be the same but if he continued the band without them uh, well if he continued (laughs) the band without them like he could basically keep most of the success that they had like I mean is he any kind of a talent I don't know anything about this band really like take away he's the visual representation all right but take away this the murder shit like he just before this happened was he any is this is he the driving force behind this band is he like good is he is this a good band to you well here's what I will say um like good bit I really like them. I mean, I'm over that, but I'm not the audience for them. Like, I, got I, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be fair. Like for my, what I will say is they were immensely popular, and when I would go and see them perform live, uh, I was in a way taken aback at how much of a connection they have with the audience. Mm-hmm. And did he? Was he the catalyst for that or not? Uh, I'd be like he's I he's all right. He's a front man. Yeah, he's, like, right. he's, he's a... not he's not particularly great. Okay. I would say. Gotcha. And also, I don't think it's like his vocals are so amazing. You know, it's like whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. Well, I've heard I've heard the band, and I would yeah. also agree with that assessment. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like, but I'm just over that sound in general. Uh, so I don't really like. It's not it's not my cup of tea. But uh, all great guys. The rest of them, Nick Hippa especially, uh, was the. The one I was most friendly with, and, and Jordan was, was nice as well, um, and Phil. Oh, there's a Phil, there's a Phil Sagrasso in As I Lay Dying. Mm. We might be a little suspect. Yeah, I'm not giving him good Phil yeah. status. <laughs> but anywho, let's just say there needs to be more research. So yeah. they uh, reconciled with him, and he allegedly proved to them that he's a changed man. Mm-hmm. All the stuff and. I might be wrong because I'm not super paying attention to this, but like, you know, he's all about self-help now and and giving to charity and whatever. He has yet to give to any sort of like domestic abuse or, you know, that like all of his charity is for like mental illness Mm -hmm. and whatever. He's just helping himself. And it's a subtle dig at his wife, maybe like the charity. Well, I that's the thing. It's like that. There has been no uh, there has been minimal, let's say not no. There has been minimal remorse <laughs> towards the person that he actually committed this act against. So that's kind of why it's very suspect. So he's subtle, he's subtly saying, "Well, I shouldn't have tried to kill her, but you know, 
right? No. Like the Chris Rock bit about he's OJ. Not, he's, not say, he's not even implying that. He's okay. just staying away from the topic completely. Gotcha. Uh, well, there you go. But, like, it's not. I mean, whatever. They're doing fine. They're on the road. Was, they're playing shows. They're putting out an album. It's sold, it's sold fine. We were talking before about um, their connection to their fans. I forgot that they had, like, religious undertones. So I feel like that was probably used to make the connection even greater. Well, that's definitely how they got their base audience because they would get a lot of coverage in Christian publications. And yeah. even though by the end of it they weren't a Christian, oh. but, like, all of them kind of... Le- you know, not they weren't a Christian band. They were never like a Christian band. Like they were all they had undertones. Well, they yeah. Well, like he was Christian, so like the lyrics would reflect that, and a bunch of the other members were Christian. But like collectively, they weren't like we preach a mes- message of Christianity. It wasn't mm-hmm. like the point of the band. Like, that's su- that's how I define like a Christian band. You okay. know what I mean? I was surprised that they went uh, political with their new uh, their new song. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is kind of shy. He's singing now? Yeah, this is this him. Is, yeah. Okay. I mean, they added it later on. a pretty good front one. Yeah, I can feel the, the charisma there. I like Nick's, uh, Nick Hippa's guitar tone on that one. <laughs> Sick tones. Sick tones. Um, so anyway, so they're touring and like they're kind of like... A lot of people don't want to work with them. <laughs> no, you don't say. You don't say. Are they playing the uh, 15th anniversary show tomorrow night? They are not. They're attraction? not going to be anywhere near. They're, they were out of town, so <laughs> they turned you down. I wouldn't want to be around someone that like had tried to have someone murdered like that he knew. Yeah. And they know this, well, I and, feel. And failed. Let's remember, it failed. So he's Yeah, not but it might not either. fail the next time. No, he attempted to hire a murderer. That's what he did. You want to be around? He didn't to attempt find to, out? He didn't attempt to murder his wife, technically. He I, attempted to hire a murderer. Well, to have her murdered. Yes. What's it all right, same result <laughs> if you're dead. Sure. If she's murdered. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's more cowardly. I you, agree. I'm just talking <laughs> as it relates to me right, right. wanting to associate with this person. No, hundred percent. It doesn't matter. And uh Anyway, so there's just we don't we basically do not cover as I lay dying. I'm not going to say we fully will not report on something because there is something, huh? We do on this show, yeah. (laughs) But this is different. I don't want to give. I don't want. I will not give them positive publicity. (laughs) I will say that much. Okay. Uh, And uh, so So in our group chat. Oh, so there was so some outlets do cover as they lay dying and they did there's no which hey that's fine like i understand the argument for that as well you're a news source you're not here to make uh judgment calls yeah so i'm not here to have an opinion <laughs> at all that's on his yelp but he uh keeps the opinions on there he is into this particular kind of sharing because <laughs> he shared a, a photo with well, it wasn't. It was on a different <laughs> website, but it was. Uh, so Andy Dick went to the L.A. As I Lay Dying show, mm-hmm. and there's like a photo of Tim Lombuses and Andy Dick, like arm in arm, smiling, shoulder and, to shoulder, and it's just like <laughs> it's like uh, so funny to me that first of all, go shoulder to shoulder with them, <laughs> and Mark like, B. can you imagine? Like, let's say you, let's imagine. <laughs> 
Let's imagine you are a musician or just an artist of any kind performing. Yeah. And you're informed. Uh, excuse me, Noah. Excuse me, Sid. Excuse me, Darren. Um, Andy Dick is in the audience, and uh, he really enjoys your your work. Yeah. He'd just, like to say hi. I just think it's really nice that they let him take a break from bussing the tables to go and talk to the musician. <laughs> That's very nice of Andy Dick's boss. Like, would you even want to meet Andy Dick? I would not. But is it possible that the, that he didn't know who Andy Dick was? Oh, ab- he absolutely. No, they tagged Maybe, or, everyone in the photos and like... Uh, Lambesis. He thought it was Ellen DeGeneres. Lambesis, his fiance, was like, "Oh, so great to make new friends." And but that's at the time. Like I'm talking about, that's after the fact when the tagging, when the post yeah. pic- pics go up. But like, oh, you're when he moment. comes over and goes like, "Hey, you want to? I want this guy wants to meet you." He might just think he's an old like douchebag fan, yeah, weirdo. So he just poses with him. Maybe. No, I don't think it's. You I think like- Tim Lambesis was a big fan of news radio? <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, what has Andy Dick done? He was in. Like, what is he known for? Well, well old school. Was he in old school? The blowjob teacher show or something. Oh, you're right. So maybe that. Did he, did have, he have a talk show? Like a show or something on like MTV or no? Oh, oh he did have a sketch. There show. was like some oh. fake reality show he did. Maybe he did do a sketch show on MTV. Like there was, years. but it wasn't his sketch show. No, it was like the Andy Dick show. It was called. Okay. Maybe because it was so loud backstage, he heard and a dick. For you, yeah. so he thought there was like a dick outside for him, um, which still okay. true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Andy Dick took out his dick at some point during this interaction. That's how they shook hands. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! He was in an episode of Sense Eight. Even more reason not to watch that show. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But was it? You, you said something where two broke girls. Oh, Zoolander. That was his last major credit was Zoolander 2. What was he in? Oh, Zoolander 2. Okay. Uh, Workaholics. He was in an episode. But Sid said that something happened to him like a week ago. Wasn't he like, you said he didn't show up for court? Did I? I That was in. So that was here. Like Andy Dick is a known sexual abuser. Like like, he is known in the L.A. scene. As a dick. As Mm. quite a dick and very handsy. With both men and women, mm-hmm. and sp- particularly men that look like women. You mean uh, like a girl guy girl? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm saying like men with like feminine features, like long hair and, you know, like, like hair metal men. Okay. Let me. And I've heard direct reports from people who he's hit on about girl how weird he is. Girl. What does he do? Just is like really drunk and flirty and grabby and like offers like, to pay for drinks. Which is nice. Yeah. Are <laughs> oh, you sad that Andy Dick never was a dick to you? I would not want to meet Andy Dick. Just for the free drink, not that you. Uh, I don't really what drink if, that much. To, to, what if but you are Jewish? His... That's true. What just you... for the free deal. I'll take two. <laughs> a sack of Turkish sunflower seeds. <laughs> I don't know if I could. Uh, what if he put, put his hand on your third butt cheek? Does that oh. count as sexual harassment? If he massages it, I'd be okay with it. I could use that. If Andy Dick massage. did enough research to know that you like not only sunflower seeds, but specifically Turkish, Turkish ones, he deserves <laughs> Well, if he knows I like yeah, sunflower base, seeds, at least. I mean, I guess if he went out of his way to find the Turkish, you can't just get them at like. I mean, he's a celebrity, like a, though, Rob. You can't go to a Whole Foods yeah. and get Yeah, exactly. My you have to go to like a Turkish natural store. That's or a like rare a, form of chivalry. <laughs> you know what? If he brought specifically the Turkish sunflower seeds, I would be so moved. Yes, <laughs> I would. In fact, sit down 
for a, a sunflower seed session with him. But and also though, he would have to show me his form. I wouldn't like. Right. I want to say. I, I, I want to make sure you know that you don't owe him anything. Once he. By the way, actually, this this. <laughs> but you could have. A I nice do. Chat. I want to point out, like last year, uh, I did a meetup with some of our listeners, and I did a shrimp eating contest, right. and I lost because mm-hmm. because I I do feel like the rules weren't laid out quite with clearly. This. Okay. Uh, Still and, sore about it, huh? But you know, you know what? I lost. I'll admit it. Uh, Badly. I am am beyond confident, beyond confident that if we were to have a sunflower seed, oh, okay, I would mop the floor. Isn't Nam coming up? Nam is Nam is next month. Wait, are you saying you the competition would be with our listeners or with Andy Dick? <laughs> Open challenge. So he, <laughs> it could be with both. Yeah, listeners. You, you might meet Andy Dick. I don't, <laughs> I don't want that to deter you from coming, but it's possible. If, Rob, if you could facilitate a meetup between Andy Dick and Godstomper, I think we'd have to stop the show because there's no topping. We'd have to even... give them like a cute slash name like Dick Stomper. Dick Stomper, yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Deuterino <laughs> says that claims that Godstomper spat the shells out. Do not recall that. I recall him not only swallowing, but admitting to swallowing the shells. Okay. Yeah, I remember him saying that he just ate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to eat, first of all, eat disgusting shrimp, but also <laughs> eat the disgusting shells on the shrimp, I feel like that's that's not cheating. That's going doing something gross that makes it harder, and it's an achievement. Well, I mean, harder to... You know, it does cut down on speed. time. Yeah, like it's about the speed. I, get, I so, got you, but I mean the fact that you're willing to palatable. increase your yeah. speed by doing something so heinous, yeah. I feel you should get credit for that. Am I wrong? No, you are wrong because it I feel impedes like just, the other people. Like why should you put that on other – why should the other people – Because the other out? people weren't willing to go the extra mile and eat disgusting unpeeled shrimp. But – to unpeel it is the part of the process of eating the shrimp. Right. That's like it doesn't you, have to be. You didn't it, predetermine that. If you can, if you can, you're right. That Wait. that's what I'm saying. We didn't lay down the okay, rules. So yeah. for this Clearly. sunflower seed eating contest, if Andy Dick eats the shells, yeah, right. You have to. You cannot eat the shells. That's yeah. the rule. Like right. there could be a shard or two that gets. That's an a shard. A shard you're eating shards. A shard of sunflower. Andy Dick shell. probably has eaten a shard. Sunflower seed <laughs> shell. Okay. Now we have the rules laid out. Right. So, oh, what you were saying, though, was Dick made headlines this past week when he served <laughs> only one day of a 14-day sentence for two charges, one for sexual battery and one for simple battery. I <laughs> can't even get that out. You get so excited. The sentencing came after Dick failed to serve his court-mandated community service. Dick, why don't they just say Andy? Yeah. He's 53 uh, years old. He looks like he's 70. Yeah, yeah, I was stunned when you said he was 53. This is true. Lived a hard life. Yeah. Eating all those sharts. <laughs> when is he on the show, Rob? Three weeks from Sitting now? Sitting in next. He's actually our new uh, patron. Our, our new super, super fan, yeah. To do like under the shirt stuff with you. Oh. You do get to sit right next to Rob. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have nice hands. How do you no, know? that's my thing. You could yeah. see them. You could see them in the in this uh, post. That You're co-opting made. Noah's turn-ons now. Boy, oh boy! What? 
I like some nice hands. Yeah? Sure. Okay. Tell well, you on your balls. But the difference is we we have different definitions yeah. of what nice hands yeah. are. What's your definition? Like clean and uh, soft. Manicured. Manicured. Good. You'll never fight over anybody then. Yeah. The hands are different. Mm-hmm. Totally the opposite. Andy Dick, he's holding up a pass so you could see his his fingernails. You could tell he bites his nails. It's very, they're very. Consistent. Does he have that like cayenne spray on them for people that <laughs> have an addiction to biting their it's nails? It's delicious. Makes your hands Pepper delicious. Spray. Oh. Okay. Why are you looking at me, Rob? What did I do? Wash your hands, Sid. I wash my hands. Did you ever bite your nails? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah? I used to, ba- like, really bad when I was a little kid. Oh, really? How did your parents, like, treat that ailment? Th- nothing succeeded. <laughs> what do they try? Telling me to stop or getting their friends to tell me to stop anytime they had <laughs> guests over. Or I oh think they might have tried, like, some kind of, like... It wasn't the cayenne Shock thing. therapy? No. But the, the, the way I started chewing my nails was the stupidest fucking thing of all. I'd never did it. I'd never occurred to me to do it. And then we're in gym class one day in like third grade or whatever. And I, I look across to the other side of the gym and I see one of my classmates chewing her nails. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, really? I wonder what that's like. And it started like years of me chewing my nails just because I was like, oh, I wonder why she's doing that. That seems fun. Boy, you're very malleable. I was at that age, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't really do it that. It's like a once in a while thing. It's not like a constant. Oh, so it's not habit. like out of like nervousness or anything. Not anymore. Is it just, oh, this little nail needs to be trimmed, so I'm going to bite it down? That's usually when I do it, like after I've just like trimmed my nails and they're a little jagged or uneven. They're not perfect. Mm-hmm. You need a sander. It's a good thing she wasn't eating her own shit or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Eating her boogers. Like. In gym class? Hopefully they would have <laughs> taken her out. I would have known the negative consequences right away. She was smashing her head into a wall or something. <laughs> I should try that. Oh. That looks like fun. <laughs> I mean, me. I still could. There's time. <laughs> I can pick up new hobbies. I saw this woman on the bus. She got on the bus singing. And she she had a like a crash helmet on. She had like a oh. 1950s what? motorcycle. Like evil evil Knievel style? No, no, pre evil Knievel. Oh like a like a almost looked like an army helmet from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> okay. Just like a lid, you know? And she was just singing and then just talking to people that weren't there, but like as if she was Mary Poppins, like lilting. Was what she sing anything in particular? Or just like la la la. She was singing the thing she was saying. She wasn't singing oh, okay. the song. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> How old of a lady would you say she was? Forty five, fifty. Mm. She pretty? No. Alright, that's a shame. I Without the helmet, would she have been pretty? No. So it wasn't the helmet holding. She looked like uh, like Esther Roll a little bit. Oh, well, all right. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Did she sound uh, oh, like her? I'm no, no. She had a very high voice. But she also had like her like flowers painted on her face. Was it Erica Badu? <laughs> well, it if it was Erica Badu, she gained about five hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, it's possible. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess we all age differently. <laughs> Erica Badu switched from the head wrap to the uh, bicycle <laughs> the helmet. Yeah, the, the, it's hard times Motorcycle now. helmet. No more tour buses <laughs> now. It's just MTA buses. <laughs> And she always wore those like billowy, massive like dresses and stuff. Yes. So who knows how much of her there was underneath there? You know that's a good point. <laughs> sneaky, uh, very sneaky, Erica Badu. Is that right? <laughs> uh, last week we talked about this Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett tour. Yes, stadium tour, 
And the whole time I was wondering, how much are tickets? Gonna oh, be? I, I heard about dollars. this. And because uh, I was like, oh, to get them to, uh, you know, agree to do this. Travel together. It's like they want to each each of the like the top Motley Crue and Def Leppard each command a few million a night. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, how many nights is this going on for? Many nights. <laughs> like 25 at least, I think. So they're making back that much money from this? Well, hold, wait till you hear these prices. Sorry. So I was very curious. And I wanted to know the direct prices, not like the resale. Mm-hmm. What what prices face are... Value. Is, yeah, what's the face value? What's the promoter setting the prices for? And so I, cl- I went to Ticketmaster. I did the research, folks. Not Lambgoat. This was all me. And I... Uh, Lambgoat gets guest list for that show. They don't need to look up how much the tickets cost. <laughs> this is a little out of uh, Lambgoat's range. They're more like metal and hardcore, hair metal. No? They, they don't, don't really branch out much. that much? Interesting. Blabbermouth? Definitely Blabbermouth coverage. Uh, so the cheapest tickets... So they're... By the way, I want to mention, they're mostly playing uh, baseball stadiums. Mm-hmm. They're playing... Like in New York, they're playing City, city Field. DC Nationals Park. Do they have to book the around the, the Jew rally at City Field? Are they doing that this year? <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is next summer. Uh oh. Also, it's to, to when the Mets are on like the road trip or something. Right. Coors Field. Is that a football field? That's no. a baseball. Yeah. Oh, that's a baseball Colorado field. Okay. Oh, so yeah, th- this is all baseball fields. Uh-huh. Uh, so the cheapest uh, venue to get. I, first, I wanted to see what the lowest price ticket was. Like which in would, the country, in the country, like, the, like where are the cheapest nosebleeds? And I was, I have to say, I'm surprised to say it's at Petco Park in San Diego. Wow, yeah, that's a very guess, pricey town. Yeah, exactly, right. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So, uh, and then, and then I started thinking, like, oh, maybe but how much was it? Oh, it was fifty five dollars. Oh, wow, ticket. okay. This is the cheapest price. Uh-huh. Now in New York. Mm. City Field at New I York. Know. I feel New York shows have a specific New York tax. And sp- certain venues, I feel like Madison Square Garden tickets will always be way more expensive than any other yeah. arena in the area. Do you mean a literal tax uh, for New York? Or you mean just by being in New York? It costs just by being in New York, it's going to be more expensive. Okay. Just it, It's just the tax of being in New York. N- gotcha. Not a literal tax. I'm, no, I, no, I, no. I, I got you. Yeah, that's what I was implying. So New York... Eighty-nine dollars. Oh, really? Fees. I heard it was over a hundred. Oh, really? I, I went, maybe after fees. Maybe or oh, after fees for sure. Yeah, it's at least twenty-five dollars in fees. Our pal Lonnie, he wanted to take the the wife and kids that he went. He's like, the cheapest tickets are over a hundred dollars. I'm taking four people. I can't. I'm not doing that. That's the thing. You're not just buying one ticket. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so now, what blew my mind is where it was even more expensive in Milwaukee, $140. Again, before fees. So with for the, the fee, cheapest? For the cheapest. This is all the cheapest. Wow. $140. And then huh. the, fee, the fees, I'm pretty sure it's like a percentage. So mm-hmm. it would have to be like $35, $40 in fees. So that's an sure. you, you I mean, you have all these stats now. You should do a post about this. Just like city by city, here's how much these tickets cost. I did do a post. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Good. what I'm reading from. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Rob just memorized What do you think it, I'm looking all this up for? Shame these motherfuckers into lowering their prices or at least getting you on the guest list. Uh, I don't I don't want to go see that. Well, then you should just stick it to them. Get a guest list spot and then don't show up. <laughs> You're right. In Arlington, Texas, 
Yeah, we could have had Andy Dick. <laughs> Just, <yeah. laughs> Ask for Andy Dick to be put on the guest list at every venue. Arlington, so that's like outside of Dallas. Yes. It is $175 for nosebleed. That would be over $200. The absolute priciest uh, nosebleeds. The worst seat in the house. And literally, I was like clicking, you know, you could like zoom in Mm -hmm. onto the seats now and like go to the last row, like the shittiest seats. Uh, $226 in Wrigley Field before fees. And that's a small park. That's not like even. Oh, is that why? Maybe that's why. So that's why there's less seats, probably. So they have to like hit the, you know, ten million dollar mark. You know, they they, it's it's all just numbers on a paper. Have they gone on sale yet? Yeah. And how are a lot of these are a lot of them was sold out. Some of these venues, and it's not like sold out, but like a month before the show, they're all of a sudden going to release more. No, like the tickets weren't available. Like they were either grayed out Uh or. you know the resale, which just means yeah. like it's Ticketmaster, yeah, yeah. StubHub. It's wow. there, there. So then, so it was actually very hard for me to find uh, like true face value of the best seats mm-hmm. in the house because right. uh, those went right away. Because obviously that's yeah. what the scalpers are going for. Uh, and f- like, if I were to go to one of these shows, which I would not go, like I, this package means nothing to me, but it's not necessarily geared to me. Uh, if I were to go, I would not go in the nosebleeds. Like, if money is an option, if money is not an option, if no, sorry, object? money is is an object to you, do not go to the show. Because you're going to go to the nosebleeds. You're, you're going to blow money that you theoretically could be spending on something that, more useful. And, like, you're just going to be pissed off because you're so far away from it. But every one of these bands look their best when you're at the nosebleeds. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to be that close to fucking Vince Neil and Mick Mars? Ugh. I'm not saying you want to be front row. You want to be on the floor. You want to see the... I want to be so spectacle. far away that I think the Def Leppard drummer has two arms. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? I would say just spring for, for good tickets. Like, you will not... You, it will suck. But if you're committed to going, like, you will remember the memory much more than the depth that you incurred. Uh, I don't think anyone who is going to go to the show has will have much of their memory. Ah, <laughs> I guess if you're going to get plaster, then definitely get the nosebleeds because yeah. you're going to spend most of your money on the boots. You drink okay. so much that the drummer has two arms. You start seeing double. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried looking, and for the most part, and that and that, uh, and that Vince Neil has eight tits instead oh. of four. It's <laughs> like a pregnant cat. <laughs> Uh, well, apparently he's their ma- their business manager said that some of the members of the band are seeing personal trainers and nutritionists oh, well. to be in their best shape <laughs> for this tour. And who could that? Find? It's Tommy Lee. Yeah. Mick Mars's best shape is a question mark. <laughs> by the way, just oh, so you know, it's fucking scoliosis. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> poor bone disease. Round r- round is a shape. So That's- he's gonna be playing on a gurney. <laughs> <laughs> clear imagine they're like he, he, was, he was just like guys i don't think i could do it. like oh come on make you could do it come on what you do isn't that hard anyway come on so the floor seating range like shitty floor seats uh-huh. are uh minimum 350 dollars mm. oh my god and then in like major markets 550 dollars <sighs> these are like for shitty like shitty floors like you're back, back yeah. like back 50 100 yeah. rows and then for like the... drinks and stuff also cost like a million dollars <laughs> oh of course. i mean of course but that's already the venue that's not the bit now yeah. uh 
Now, what are their plans? So then I was like, what are front row tickets? Oh, boy. Here's the thing. You can't just get front row tickets anymore. They know. Like, if you want front row, you're willing to spend ridiculous money. So they make these first two or three rows. Now, they immediately block them off as VIP platinum. Mm -hmm. So they have this wild side ultimate package. You get to be in the first two rows. You do a meet and greet with the band. You get a photo with all four members. They have to prop up Mick. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's that, also on the gurney. They just prop up the yeah. gurney. They're oh, actually, like they, they call it. <laughs> it's like Silence of the Lambs. They just, <laughs> it's one gurney. They're on either side, so they just flip it. They're not calling it a VIP. They're calling it IVP because you get, you get hit with Mick Mars's IV bag in the front row. <laughs> Oh, this show is great, honey. Is there, oh, I, just, I got hit with a needle just now. What's going on? Splash. Oh, so many squirts. <laughs> oh, so many squirts. It's like a guar show. <laughs> oh, my God. Guars. <laughs> shoots all his deep, de- deprecating uh, bodily fluids out into the audience. Oh, my God. So it's called the Wild Side Ultimate Package. We forgot to bring our tarp. You get... You get, <laughs> you get a photo, autograph, uh, you get an autographed Schechter guitar of all four members. Mm. Wow. You get like a personalized merch, the whole works. How much is this ticket? And this is just from Motley Crue or every band playing? Every, like Def Leppard has their own version of this package. Oh. You get a bag of Vince Neil's lipo where, <laughs> in preparation for where this you, tour. You, you, you His could, nose. You could purchase the, the same thing, but. You meet Def Is Leppard. it fucked up if I say you get a lock of his dead daughter's hair? Oh. Oh. Is that fucked up? Should I not say that on the show? Don't, Don't say it. Far. We're not recording, right? <laughs> Go much. on, Robert. Uh, so wait, does Poison also have like a VIP package and Joan Jett has a VIP I package? I don't think they do because no. it's, it's being billed as a co-headlining <laughs> tour, by the way. Okay. Uh, so it's Def Leppard. It, the commercial say Def Leppard first. Okay. And then my Nice. Crew. Okay. I like that. Uh, and they're switching off on who closes the show every night because Def Leppard has been touring this whole time and they're a guaranteed draw, you know, so they have claim to that kind of uh, request. And good who, for them. Who still likes Def Leppard? I don't. I mean, I like them more than Motley Crue, but I haven't listened yeah. to new Def Leppard in 20 years. Right, not I don't think I, they play new. They're not even they're building. They don't this put out like albums. They don't like put out new music. Right. I, sure. I, I like Def. I'm not I didn't mean to to disparage them. I, but like, I like still Def, going to see them like, on tour regularly. Yeah, like, yeah. Do they have that people your age intensity that, that have jobs and can afford these tickets? So how much are these tickets? Forty five hundred dollars. Four thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> for one ticket. How many has so, Eddie Trunk purchased? What's that? How many has Eddie Trunk purchased? <laughs> it's well, the Eddie Trunk package. He needs four to sit in. <laughs> the small seats. He lost places. a bunch of weight. Uh, it's so for you his did, ego. Oh. For, so you have to buy two at least, right? You got to buy one for your the, the prostitute you invite with you. to go. one for Andy Dick. <laughs> Come over and molest you for a little while. Um... I should say sex worker. I don't want to d- demean the sex workers. What did you say? Prostitute. What's for that? Isn't that, that, that a demeaning? It's a synonym, isn't, isn't, isn't it? I don't know. Why is prostitute I be respectful. a bad word? Rob, text your sister and find out what she prefers. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Duterino in the chat asks, can I get Razzle's blood spattered ascot? <laughs> That's the ultra VIP package. There's only one of those. Oh, the very injured person. <laughs> so, yeah, and the crazy thing is tickets are going like crazy to this thing. Like, that That's absurd. Tickets are that- sell. I am curious now, though, like, you know, the first show is Tuesday, July 7th. Mm-hmm. Like, I, wa- I want to log Hub on on July 7th on yeah. StubHub and see how many hundreds of tickets are available. People but even gonna, still, yeah. that doesn't matter to the band. Like, no, they, they make their money. money. Yeah. Right. They get guarantees. No, If there's one person or... I mean, you get elevated guarantees once the show hits certain... Could you imagine marks. if there was one person in the audience? Like, would they just still, still play, you think? No. Oh, like in the first two rows, just one person <laughs> and their Schechter guitar? No, just in, the, <laughs> just in the whole Wrigley Field, there's one person sitting there. Oh, my God. They let them that person just come on stage and play with their Schechter guitar. Sure. Why not? Fill in for Mick Mars. He's looking for a reason to not perform. <laughs> hey, uh, you're going to replace R- Mick Mars, but we need people to think it's him, so just bend your spine yeah. into a parabola, please. <laughs> well, oh, my God. I th- like, so I paid $250 to see Guns N' Roses, and it was only like Axel and like Dizzy Reed. So that's before I became... I'm sorry, how much did you pay? $250. Okay, and this was a small... This was Hammerstein, right? Uh, or was no, it, the it was in oh, Madison the Square Garden. For how? For which seats? It was seats? fourth row, but that was like in two thousand and one or something. Right. So those seats now would be like two thousand dollars, essentially. I feel like the because oh the music industry is so sad and this so broke. This is money. the only form of revenue that's guaranteed. Yeah. Like it's still ha- like people still kind of go to. But shows. What I'm trying to say is that like you know. F- I would never pay that price again, but I think that there are people who are excited about. Right, but see, at the time, Guns N' Roses was your absolute favorite band. You were obsessed with Axl Rose, so the money was no issue. There are people that feel that way about bands like Def Leppard and Motley Crue, and especially like it's never yeah, all four of them. And this will be like again. Also, this show is next summer, and. They're so smart. Like, they announce this right before Christmas. People are going to be like, oh, this will be a Christmas present, or they're going to have money from Christmas presents. They're going to be putting this on their credit card, like, going in serious fucking debt. But by the time the show comes around, they're not going to care. They want to go see the show. Can you remind me? I'm blanking uh, who somebody famous played Mick. Oh, it's the guy from uh, Game of Thrones, right? That played Mick Mars in that movie. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was one of the few good things about that uh, film. Yeah. I thought the guy who played Nikki Six was did a good job, the adult Nikki Six, was. but it's just the material he was working oh, with was well. brutal. You must see our uh, our watch along for that film. Yes, it is. Hilarious. On, it is on the Ben Kemp. I mean, not the bank, on Patreon. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Jeez. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Also, uh, please, uh, if you listen to the show, you can't, li- you can't listen live, you can't call in like baby Daniel, uh, send us some hate mail. We love to hear from our listeners. And uh, hate mail at metalinjection.net is the email address. And don't we have a few? We do. I wanted to read one right now. Uh this one starts, hey, Livecast, just wanted to send out a thanks for the Dave Brocky episode 101. We mentioned this earlier. So Dave Brocky came in. We did an extended episode. Episode 101. Episode CBS 101. FM, baby. <laughs> we did a full two hours on our own. 
just as a regular episode. And then Dave Brocky stormed, literally stormed in. With his pants like, down. With his pants mm-hmm. down, he had to pee. Penis out. He just had come from a record release, record release party in the city, so he was- At Idle Hands. Very drunk. I went, no Apparently, way. he was like surfing on a table down the busted. stairs of the yeah. bar. He Did jumped you know, through a oh, table, sorry, okay. busted it, and then surfed the top of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know, and I, I was at an angle where this was obscured for me. I didn't know that his penis was out oh, until yeah. after. Yes. And there was such chaos in there that I, I've, I, I believe, listening back to it, you were all talking about his penis being out. Yes. And I don't remember knowing that at the time yeah. and finding out later. <laughs> yeah. we, we So what happened happen. was he got out of the car. He's like, I got to piss so bad. And I'm like, oh, we're right here. Like, you can just walk His in. His handler, and yeah. We, we can walk in and, and pee in the bathroom. You don't have to pee on the street and possibly get arrested. Right. Like, just come on in. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to do so bad. So he's like running in. And he's in, in his, like, odorous outfit. At no. least the bottom part. This was... No, no, no. He, no, he, was, he was in just, jeans. He, he was just in was pants. he in jeans? He, he had his makeup on, though. He, he, chi- like- he, uh, he had this, like those patches that stick to your mm-hmm. face from the prosthetic. Yeah. I thought he also like had like the weird, like thick, weird pants that he no, was like that peeling was, himself. I out. remember. No, because I remember he oh. had he was unzipped, and that's how we saw his okay. because he was. Like, I turned away before actually seeing his dick. <laughs> yeah. I saw what was about. I saw like pew, but I was like, this is going <laughs> to a bad place, and I. Quickly looked away. So anyway, I kept looking. and then he was on for an hour, and for the first twenty minutes, he is—he was very hammered. But then he actually does sober up and yeah. is far more coherent. It and it's poignant. And it went from like, oh, this is a hilarious train wreck, to like, wow, these these are really cool stories. Like, really, he, he was a great storyteller. Yeah, um, we've had him on several times. Yeah. But anyway, that was the one he referenced. A true hashtag RAP yeah. legend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he goes, just want to say thanks for the Dave Brocky episode. Uh, he, the This person says, I get on odorous Brocky kicks in which I watch all the available interviews and Aww. skits on YouTube, and I felt I had seen or heard them all. I was at work at an underground coal, gold mine in Alaska, and I don't have any internet capabilities during my two-week hitch at the mine. Oh. Jeez. Consequently, I have to download all my entertainment and podcasts prior to leaving for work. I was ecstatic to hear you reference this episode earlier this year and rushed to download it for the next trip. It provided repeated tears from laughing, nearly drove the mine hall truck in a giant hole, and made some new live cast fans from sharing. The Tom Brokaw bit was the pinnacle. Thanks again for years of laughs and occasionally talking about metal, Vitus. Thank you, Vitus. That is an amazing email, and we're so glad that you enjoyed it. And also very curious about your gold mining job. Yeah, please call in and tell us about that. Uh, or just uh, shoot us an email. How does that? How did you fall into gold mining? And why can't, almost fell? And can like we dr- have some? Yeah, because of our show. I don't really need gold, but like. Uh, I feel like I sort of know the answer, but like, why can't you come up for air? Like, are there bathrooms down there? How do you relieve yourself if you're down there we for, have so many for questions. two weeks? Yeah. Just shit in one so, of the holes, I guess. Well, we'll find out. Oh, they probably have a, some workstation carved out. That sounds fun. Yeah. Of course <laughs> not. <laughs> well, no one said it was fun. No. <laughs> so Kinley follows up uh, a previous... Uh, email he sent from he's the the friend of ours from Bhutan the right. live caster from Bhutan he goes firstly yes 
I do have Fanta, or I have had Fanta, <laughs> he says. And secondly, we do have irrigation. I know that. <laughs> he says, I laughed really hard when you guys got to my email last week. Coincidentally, when you land in Bhutan, the first thing you see out the plane windows are a lot of farmhouses or huts, as 3D put it. <laughs> If Thor Schretzstein ever decides to visit, I would be more than happy to accommodate him and, and give him all the fanther he wants. <laughs> Have a great week and keep doing what you're doing. Kinley. Bhutan is a uh, it's a like on the cu- the cusp of being innovative. Like it's coming up. It's coming up now in the past 10 or so years. It was uh, an it's impoverished like the Bushwick. Nation. Uh, no, it's actually doing it the correct and organic way, not just by importing people from Ohio. Like, like skanky house shows going on there. <laughs> yeah. It's a food yeah. co-op. Parts of it are still in poverty, but it does have quite nice cities. Rob, when are you going to Bhutan? When's that going to be your fancy destination? Take Bob go to Bhutan. <laughs> I keep hearing booty con, booty con, booty, booty con. con. <laughs> <laughs> Thor does not want to go to Bhutan. First of all, how many of my Marshall stacks can you import to Bhutan? That's not enough. <laughs> my Marshall stack is so big, it is bigger than the entire country and nation of Bhutan. The perimeter of Bhutan cannot accommodate the sick tones <laughs> of Thor Shredstein. Little personal note about Thor Shredstein. In high school, I ran a relay four by four, and they would always pass me to Bhutan to take the last leg because I was such a good runner. (laughs) And then as I was coming up the finish line, I would hear all of my fellow competitors, even the ones I was competing against. Say, Thor, 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 Thor. Your Thor is turning into Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> it's not aging. that different. It's never been that different. Bernie Shredstein. Medicare for none is what I am running on. I am Everyone running, no. except Igwe Malmsteen gets Medicare. <laughs> Medicare for Thor. <laughs> Only Thor gets Medicare. The rest of you, I don't care. We will be working very hard in the Tor administration <laughs> to remove health care from all. everybody. <laughs> Thank you. The top 1% have way too much money, which is why I impose a tax to give all their money to Thor. The Thor tax. <laughs> the Thor tax. Unlike my opponent, Bernie Sanders, I thought Schrechstein... I'm very fond of the top 1% because the top 1% of Thor is his beautiful hair. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to I would like to <laughs> publicly announce my new environmental plan, the Thor New Deal, where we will every day be spraying Aquanet into the ecosystem <laughs> to get rid of that damn damn sun and that damn protective layer. To get rid of the sun. We don't need it. <laughs> so Thor that only plays skin at does night. not get sunspots. Yes. <laughs> I miss the green old deal. I have announced, uh, I am here to announce my running mate as vice president once Thor is elected. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Steve Vai. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone next to me who is a inferior guitarist. <laughs> So that I look better. All right. 
Actually, I feel like Thor's vice president would be Thor. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I yeah. don't think he would, have, he so would be too. too insecure to trust okay. anyone else. Well, I turn my back, you're going to stab me? You think you think I would have fought for that one, Steve? I, I trusted you with David Lee Roth. Look how you got me. That could have been my gig, although I don't like David. But Satch. Does too much cocaine. Satch? Satch do it? Joe Satch? Joey Satch. Of course, I'm here first. Will Joe. Tor be at the metal injection 15 year oh, anniversary party? <laughs> Should be in costume. Thor's manager tried to negotiate a deal, but metal injection yet again, still after 15 years, <laughs> cannot afford Thor. So, no. <laughs> oh, crowd's excited that you won't be there, Thor. <laughs> Interesting. Tickets just sold out. Even the VIP packages. <laughs> Even the nosebleeds are sold rows. out for Thor. $295 for Wrigley Field. Puh, when I played Wrigley Field, it cost 11005 11.5K, and your firstborn daughter. <laughs> your firstborn daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that. Wait, shout outs. Let's give our shout outs. Let's keep that crowd music. Okay. Shout them out. These are our Patreon top livecast fans. You can get the shout out by donating $10 or more every month at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. Actually, can we do it with the chant? Do it as a chant yeah. a lot. Sure. <laughs> All right. The one and only Rob. Eric, Robaganoush, a.k.a. Justin with an I, Benjamin, L. Duderino, Dallas, Justin with an E, Cattle Decaf, Cattle Decaf, Mindy Mayer's Keeper, Mindy Mayer's Keeper, Trion, 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 I don't want to hear you chant this, Cynical Sid Cynic Cynicism, Cynical Sid Cynic Cynicism, Cynical Sid Cynic Cynicism, Cynical Sid Cynic Cynicism, that wasn't bad, I have to say. You did it. Thank you to everyone who supports our Patreon. We love you, and we appreciate you. And we'll be pumping out lots of great content for you to enjoy. Oh, yeah. Our next episode is definitely going to have us oh <clears throat> pumping oh. something out. <laughs> That's for sure. There's a big hint right there. And uh, we are out of here. We do have to say goodbye. But uh, we have a, a special programming note because it's the holidays. And uh, we want to be sentimental. And be with our families and show them videos on our iPads. Uh, we will not be airing at our regular... Blend our grandmothers. <laughs> We're not going to be airing next Tuesday. We're going to be broadcasting next Thursday. So the next two Thursdays. The next two Thursdays. Next Thursday, we're going to be on early in the afternoon. That's December 26th. Uh, we are going to be on at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. We hope you can tune in on a special early edition. Uh, early late edition because it's going to be two days late yeah. but uh, early in the day and then the following Tuesday which is January 2nd Thursday. at our normal following Thursday. sorry following Thursday at our normal time 6.30pm Eastern but on Thursday January 2nd let's just 2nd. keep it to next Thursday and, and on that Thursday yeah. we'll remind yeah, you yeah we'll remind you next week but just all you gotta know is next Thursday is when our new episode pumps out into your face I want to say one thing, just because this is getting a little confusing. If you're listening in the archive, and this is already passed, and you want to listen live, our regular time is Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes. Excellent. So for next week. Right. Our regular time. 
our regular time. Yes. So we'll see you on Thursday. And until then, uh, we have a little something to play for you. Stanley. comics when I was a kid. I read the newspaper. Hatred does not win the wars. It fucking starts them.